The crowd are up on their feet. The clock reads 0 0 0. And Gerard Sutton blows the whistle on an emphatic Warriors victory here at Go Media Stadium, Mount Smart. 44 points to 12. They have beaten the Cronulla Sharks, a team sitting inside the top four. The Warriors flex their premiership muscle with eight tries to two, courtesy of a Sean Johnson masterclass, fresh off having another baby. He celebrates that and his 201st game for the Warriors with a monumental performance alongside some of his co-stars. And here the Warriors win by a 32-point margin. Tony Kemp, I don't think anyone picked that one throughout the week. I'll tell you what, Mark Stafford would be pretty disappointed because I know the Sharks are his team. And uh, to see them being beaten by 44 points to 12 tonight, uh, we're going to have to go in and probably give Staffy a bit of a cuddle tomorrow on one of the shows. So, um, <laughs> now nah, look, I, I, in all fairness, I just think the Warriors were way too good especially in the possession stakes, like so high on the completion rate. It buried the Cronulla Sharks uh, early on in the first quarter. On the second quarter, he took over Sean Johnson. He's taken them out to a 20-point lead. And then come the second half, it was always going to be too big a mountain for the Cronulla Sharks to climb. I thought their middle was pretty disappointing tonight, apart from Toby Rudolph. I think he, he could hold, um, hold his head up high. Nico Hines, like, like I said in the pre-match, Sammy, if you've got a, a, a lack of go forward, in the middle of the park. It doesn't matter who you got coming behind you. Nico Hines included uh, the, the current um, Daily M, Daily M player of the year. He just couldn't get anything going. And you have a look on the other side of it. Sean Johnson, for instance, was just having an absolute field day. Hats off to Toru Harris once again. Good leading in the middle. Aiden Fanua Blake. That man, Dylan Walker, coming off the bench, making a massive change. But across the board, the Warriors once again showed that a lot of their players are in career-defining form at the moment. Top four is what they want. they got Canberra next week before the bye. They get that win against Canberra. I think they go into the bye weekend with a, with a run home. The five teams that they play in serious um, contention for a top four finish. We'll get to our Bill People player of the day very shortly. Thanks to Bill People. You can text us on double eight double three. Let us know how you uh, heard the game or saw the game this evening. Who we give you three points to for player of the game. You can call as well 0800 We do open the lines following the game. Just revel in that magnificent Warriors victory. Jump on the phone and give us a bell. 0800 150 11 right. Our Bill People player of the day. Thanks to Bill People. Kempe, who are you giving you 3 2 one to? Well, I can't, give it, I can't give it to anyone else, can I? Sean Johnson, just absolute on fire. He's had lots on his mind over the last two weeks. He had to play his 200th game at Parramatta. He's come home. He's led the team out here tonight on the back of Kayla his wife having their second daughter, and he's just put on a masterclass in that first half to give them the lead that they needed to kick on with in the second half. So he gets my three points. The two points goes directly to Mitch Barnett in the middle of the park. If you go back and watch this game again, you watch Mitch Barnett play. Now, he's just he's so solid in the middle of the park. He just, on the back of a tied Cronulla pack, every time they carried the ball, he stopped them on the on the ad line, and he's really done a number on, the, on, the, on their forward. So... He gets my two points, and I'm going to give my one point to your mate, Wade Egan, out of dummy half. Wade Egan, I think tonight, once again, it was all about decision-making. His decisions tonight were really well, and he's rewarded with making that break just before halftime and finding uh, Luke Metcalf up the middle. He's, he's again, uh, been rewarded for signing that two-year contract, that extension through to 2025. So that's my 3-2-1. Sean Johnson, Mitch Barnett, and Egan. So, Sean Johnson, our Bill People player of the day. Thanks to Bill People. You can text through yours on double eight double three. Bill People, New Zealand's top talent recruiter. Is that Israel Adesanya down there as well in the middle of the ground for the uh, for the Warriors, the big Warriors fan alongside Kai Cutter France. So, uh, 
uh, royalty in the house uh, here at Go Media Stadium, Mount Smart. Right time now for our Grain Court quality moment. Grain Court feeds trust your trusted partner for quality dairy feed options. Kempi, what was your favourite Grain Court moment of the game? Oh, it had to be Josh Curran's lines. I think the first one where he's ran that line and Sean Johnson hit him, he's got absolutely smashed. Got back up off the ground, and I don't know if you saw him, but he was actually winded. Two plays later, got back into the same position, ran the same line, drew Moylan in for Rocco Berry to go over and score that try, that first try for the night for Rocco Berry. So for me, I think that was the moment where the Warriors knew they were on top. There was plenty of banter that went on after that line from Josh Curran. The War boys were um, giving it to Moylan about that, uh, that decision. And you've got to remember directly after that, on the opposite side of the pitch, it was once again Moylan that missed the next tackle and put him under pressure for the night. So for me... That was probably the biggest play of the night to get the Warriors going and give them the, the, the trust and the faith that they had to carry on with the game. So there you go. That's our Grand Corp quality moment. Grand Corp feeds your trusted partner for quality. Dairy feed options. Let's get to the key matchups tonight, Campus. We see Sean Johnson being presented with a special 200-game uh, memorial from Israel Adesanya. Nice little uh, tribute to him there who uh, is returning home to Mount Smart. Sean Johnson after playing that 200th game for them last week against the Eels. So our key matchups tonight and who took charge of it MGHS the more you've been looking for who took charge of our three matchups Kempe. Well it, in the hook is Wade Egan he's absolutely done a job with Blake Braley um, out there he's picked up obviously the one point at the back end of it Sean Johnson and Nico Hines that was a one way affair after the first 20 minutes although Nico scored the first try of the game he was basically non-existent for the rest of it Sean Johnson on the other hand was absolutely outstanding and the third one was the bench. Wade Graham. And, and Wade Graham. Uh, so Dylan Wade Walker. Graham comes on, goes on report, and Dylan Walker comes on, changes the game, as he's done uh, week in, week out. And like that texter said, 52 points scored when since uh, Dylan Walker's been back on the bench. And for me, it's a key um, part of the Warriors' ammo. Like when Dylan Walker comes off in that 14 position, there, there inevitably is a change in the speed of the game and, of course, the opportunities for them to score points. And every time he's done that from that position, uh, nine times out of ten, it's, it's come up and paid uh, big dividends for the Warriors. So the Warriors taking charge with MG, MGHS, the more you've been looking for. And just finally, our toughest of the day. Someone who really put the heart out there today and uh, was our toughest of the day, thanks to UD Trucks, your premium everyday truck that'll go the extra mile. Lots of uh, contenders here. Kempe, you mentioned Mitch Barnett. There was some big plays from Chance Nicole Klukster in there as well. Sean Johnson, who played on a bit of an ankle injury, and then uh, Toru Harris had that wrist injury as well. Who is your UD Trucks toughest of the day? Yeah, well, Chance Nicole Klukster, he pulls that tackle off on, on Nakura underneath the post. He probably goes close to getting it. You're dead right about Curran. He's run those lines. He's got absolutely smashed. That could have been one of them. Sean Johnson getting up off the ground after that ankle injury, but for me it was Mitchie Barnett. I think Mitch playing in the middle of the park, the way that he does, you've got to remember, he starts on the edge, gives Sean Johnson the confidence, he runs those lines as soon as he goes in the middle, plays the rest of the game out, and just absolutely dominates the middle of the park for the Warriors. So for me, toughest on the pitch tonight, Mitch Barnett. So Mitch Barnett, our toughest of the day, thanks to UD Trucks, your premium everyday truck that'll go the extra mile. You can text in on double eight double three. You can call us on 0800 150 811. We'd love to chew the fat with you on this brilliant Warriors win over the Sharks. 44 points to 12 here on Warriors Live. Thanks to One New Zealand, we will take a break. Plenty to come between now and 7 o'clock, our post-game show. Stick with us right here on Warriors Live. Welcome back into Warriors Live here on SENZ. Thanks to Alcoa Wheels at Transpex. We go to the phone lines on 0800 150811. Uh, let's start off with uh, Larry, who's calling. G'day, Larry. 
G'day, mate. How are you? Mate, fantastically well. You're driving back from Mount Smart. Mate, tell us uh, how, you, how you viewed the game. Uh, I think that's the most clinical performance we've put together in probably Go five, to us. five years. Um, <laughs> I think every, everything about that was perfect. Um, Rocco Berry, breakout game, unreal. Uh, defensively sound. Um, mate, attack is just, that is going off, and it's only going to get better. So, mate, I'm all aboard. I'm all aboard. Starting to think about October, maybe a little bit too early, but, uh, yeah, mate, it's looking good. And what do you think, um, Larry, with the with the players that have to come back? You've got Marata coming back next week. You've got Tamari Martin, apparently, in another couple of weeks, along with Jazz Tavaga. Is there room for them in the team? Well, that's a big, that's a big problem that we've got, Kempi. It's depth. And where do we put these guys in? I mean, are we, are we going to be seeing two teams uh, in Sydney uh, in October, mate, in turn, in turn the cup side? Because where are we going to put all the all the boys in? I mean, it's a, it's a nice problem to have, and it's a problem we... I, don't, I couldn't recall at any time a problem that we had that's so good like that. And I mean, yeah, mate, it's, um, it's looking good. I, I mean, even thinking it next year with Roger and whatnot, I mean, geez, like, it's... What Webster's done with these guys and the belief, even like at the game, just seeing the players of the families, they're just loving. They're loving the game and they're loving life and they're, they're there for each other. And you can see them turning up in defence, and it's just outstanding. I'm all aboard. Yeah, hundred percent, Larry. What about uh, top four now for the Warriors? So they are in top four now after beating the Sharks by such a big margin. But of course, the Raiders will leap from them with the two points in the bye. Big game against the Raiders next weekend. But you're starting to think, Larry, that that top four is well and truly on the cards for the Warriors. Yeah, I don't see them losing a game until the finals, mate. So, yeah, we're in the <laughs> Well, we don't want to lose them in the finals, Larry. We, want them, yeah. we, we, don't, we don't want to yeah. lose them to get there. We definitely don't want to lose them once we get there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't force us anything close to a loss uh, over across, uh, across the next six weeks. I mean, mate, we're just, uh, we're, we'll, we'll walk past the Raiders. No worries. <laughs> Love, I mean, it. Love it, Larry. Love it, love it as always, Larry, and uh, good to hear that you enjoyed the game, mate. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for calling in. There's Larry there on 0800 You can uh, give us a call and give us your thoughts. I think uh, Steve is also heading back from the game, uh, maybe dodged the traffic. Steve, how did you view it this afternoon? Yeah, it was uh, superb. You could see that uh, when the Ford started, about 17, 18 minutes, the Ford started uh, owning the middle when um, Walker yeah. came on, and I was just... Just superb. Um, great day. Um, starting starting to dream about a home semi-final. When was the last time we had one of those, Kempi? Well, 2011, I think, was the last time we had one uh, of a home semi-final. Um, and the last time that I saw the Northern Stand with, with, with people in it, you know, I think... Uh, coming to the next home game, you want to get your tickets early because they might be sold out. What, what did you? What was it like just sitting down there, mate? Like the crowd last night, the All Blacks, uh, especially a different crowd than we have here at a home home game for the Warriors. Pretty noisy out there. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it's getting noisier. The, the chants are coming back, and uh, and um, the love for Sean Johnson when he uh, was lining up that. I think it was his last conversion before he. Uh, What's his injury? Is it is it an ankle? Just an ankle sprain so far, Steve. We don't know any oh, more nice. details. I imagine Andrew Webster will update us nice. in the uh, in the post match. We did we did the sneaky walk once he went off to uh, to beat the traffic to head back to Whangaparaa. But Mark, huge week for Sean Johnson. I'm so pleased he's uh, he's around. Um, his uh, my boy. 
playing for the Hibiscus Coast Raiders under sevens when he's running out of the tunnel. Is still, the photo's still up on on the wall. And, uh, yeah, we, we never lost the love, and he's uh, he's just on fire now. Yay us. Yeah, and it, I guess that last sort of eight minutes when he went off there, a little bit of an insight into just what he means to the team, isn't it, uh, Steve? You know, like he goes off, they lose a little bit of direction. I was listening to you uh, on the way out of the ground and yeah, heard, heard that, that, that uh, lost a bit. What was, yeah, and, and I have to watch a game, what uh, the Hines <laughs> Sinbin was for. Was that a professional foul at the end? Yeah, just right on the goal line here, the, the Warriors went to play the ball and he sort of reached in to grab it after it had been rolled through. Just, yeah, oh, silly yeah. silly error from him and I think just a little bit of desperation. Yep, frustrated and desperation. Yep. Uh, Steve, so what do you reckon next weekend, mate, against the Raiders? Is that another one for the Warriors before they head into the bye? Well, yeah, it's, uh, that's going to be a toughie. I think I think they'll... Uh, Ricky Stewart will, will get them up after after we ruined the um, 300th game at... Uh, over there, but uh, that, that'll be a cracker, another cracker, yep. hopefully we've got a full house. Yeah, awesome stuff, Steve, I appreciate you calling and listening as always, uh, my friend, uh, enjoy the next home game as well, it's going to be an absolute ripper, you can call through on 0800 150 11 if you do want to have your say, we will try and take the press conference of Craig Fitzgibbon and uh, Andrew Webster when we can, when they do come up to us, but just recapping if you've joined us, 44 points to 12, the Warriors have beaten the Cronulla Sharks this afternoon. Eight tries to two. The bedpost try scorers, Dallin Martinez, Lesniak, Rocco Berry, Adam Fenor, Blake, Luke Metcalf, Charles Lickle, Klukstar, Josh Curran, Adam Pompey, and uh, Dallin ended up getting a double for the Sharks, Nico Hines and Britton Nicola. They are the two bedpost try scorers. Kempe, everyone was getting a try for the Warriors uh, this afternoon here on Warriors Live, thanks to one New Zealand. So uh, the Raiders next week before they hit a bye, and look, if it wasn't uh, a big game for them already, uh, given the context of... Um, the season, Kempe, uh, it is now given, like we said, they can wrap up a top four spot, they head into a bye, which is another two points, so it's a four-point game, as we said, and then just that run home with the Titans, Tigers, Seagulls, Dragons, Dolphins. I mean, Larry could be onto something here. We could be looking at a Warriors team that doesn't lose between now and round 27. Well, you hope so. The game against Canberra, it is shaping up to be probably the most uh, important game of the year going into a bye with those last five games. Very winnable for the Warriors, knowing that a, a top four home game spot is on the line, and you have to think, you know, with Maratu um, Nukore still to come back into the side, I think that's one change that will be made straight away. I think he'll go right back to that right edge. Sean Johnson absolutely loves playing beside him, and the form that Sean Johnson's in will continue to be on the rise. And then you look at what happens to Jazz Tavaga and Tamari Martin as backups on the way in, because the boys that are playing there currently on the bench are doing such a wonderful job. So... It's starting to look like he's going to get his team back and the first team for us to look at when, when he's got a full selected team uh, towards the most important part of the season, Sam, and that's the, the, the final. So uh, better late than never, but better then than ever. Yeah, if you know what I mean. I absolutely agree. 0800 uh, if you want to dial in and give us uh, your thoughts on the game this afternoon. Uh, it's got to be Sean for player of the game, says Beth and Gary, and hats off to you guys on the commentary. It was brilliant listening in. Oh, great to have you listening here on uh, on Warriors Live. Thanks to Alco Wheels at Transpecs. And Chris says, missed the traffic, made it home to watch the match and listen to you too with the call. What a game. And we are $14 to win the premiership if you finish top four. You never know. That is from Chris. A uh, couple of calls that are coming in here on 0800 I think the next one comes in from Aiden driving home. G'day, Aiden. Hey, how you going? Good, mate. How did you see the game this afternoon, mate? You must be fizzed. Well, I did the best team in the Premiership at the moment. Um, like, fair, fair, fair dinkum. I mean, 
like, what, what other team in the Premiership has put 30, 40 points on three weeks in a row? So the, yeah, the, the yeah, Bronx and the... Got, got past a pretty average Bulldog side uh, yesterday. Panthers, I mean, uh, they're, they're still to play, but I mean, hey, why, why can't we finish top four? Why can't this team win the Premiership? Well, I think I think they can. I think they can finish top four, and I think if they make the top four, the way that the competition's going this way, Aiden, I think they're a dead set chance of of winning the premiership. You did right about the forty points on other teams. You've got to have a look at the Warriors' offensive side. Um, they've scored plenty of points since the Brisbane game, but when you look at uh, when you look at their um, defence, that which is the most important part tonight, because that's what Andrew Webster's going to talk about. In the um, yeah, in the in the conference, so that's that's exactly what's going to win them the premiership. How did you think their defence was tonight? Well, mate, well, they, well, they, they show up in numbers. Like, I mean, they can see the first try. How many Warriors teams you've seen over the last uh, maybe call it five years have just they can see the first try and they fold in the defence. You know, everyone starts to collapse in. But you know, they they, they keep showing up. Jackson Hart tackles them. Uh, sorry, Jackson Ford sorry tackles themselves to to stand them. They, they, they keep showing up. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 and that's the most pleasing, I mean, from a long-time Warriors supporter, that's the most pleasing thing is the fact that these guys keep showing up on defense. On their own, whether it be on their own line, whether they're making, you know, one-up hits, whether it be, you know, pulling the tackle one down low, one-up top, the boys keep showing up. And for a long time, they've been soft on defense, which, which might sound a little bit harsh, but... That's the way it has been, but you've never seen a Warriors team since maybe the Campion days that has that kind of fortitude in defence. Yeah, 100% Aiden, and uh, that defence, Andrew Webster alluded to it uh, on Monday following the Eels game, and it's come to the fore again against the Sharks. Appreciate the call, my friend. Got a couple of others on the line, which we'll try and get to. 0800-150-811. We'll go to Lyle on the Gold Coast. G'day, Lyle. Yeah, g'day, mate. Um, I enjoyed watching the game today. Look, without naming names, a couple of people well connected to the club said this Webster would be the real deal and a breath of fresh air, which obviously they have. And I'm going to be honest, I, w- I wouldn't have re-signed Johnson from last year, but he certainly uh, made me look like a fool. It's, um, I think it's the composure and confidence that they're playing with. Yeah, they conceded the first try. They looked pretty average for the first 20 minutes, but they just seemed to roll their way out of it and they were able to run through the line. I think it's the confidence and the composure that they've got that's um, really the difference. Yeah, as Grant Fox did with Rugby Union, all top sports, the top two inches is is the difference. Yeah, and what 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 do you make of um, I guess the the injury to Sean Johnson was that a little bit worrying for you when they when he went off because that's one of the problems, isn't it? We haven't had uh, any bad luck yet. Tuu Harris has come through his knee injuries okay. Aiden Fenua Blake's playing big minutes. You know our big main players. You apart from suspension, like losing Sean Johnson for me and getting a look at that last eight minutes, the shape we're in, it was a bit worrying. Yeah, exactly. Actually, Tony, yeah, that. When he went off against Canberra and then come back on after about 10 minutes, the 10 minutes he was off, they looked a little bit rudderless. It's, you know, they're all looking good, they're playing well, but if something happens to Johnson, uh, yeah, it could be uh, real problems, I'm afraid. Yeah. Hey, now appreciate your call, uh, Lyle, as always, my friend, and great to have you uh, listening along as well. So thanks heaps for your call from the Gold Coast. Let's go to Paul up in Northland. G'day, Paul. G'day, mate. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think I might have lost my voice a bit, but uh, it was 
what an atmosphere just driving home and uh, it's a bit, definitely the best atmosphere this this season. Uh, the crowd was just pumping and um, what a game! Yeah, fantastic. Your boy enjoyed that, Paul. Yeah, yep, he loved it. He's beside me. I think he might have lost his voice too. But um, <laughs> one thing I yeah, I noticed about the Warriors is um, this their their composure and resolve. Like you know, if, if they if they concede early tries and that, you know, they just they just stick to the process, the game plan, and they just you know, there's a, I'm, you know, you just feel confident that they're going to come, come through, and you know, um, that's obviously come, come from self-belief and from Webster. But um, so happy for for the team and the fans. It was a fantastic game, mate. Yeah, and what, and what about the completion rate? Like, were you surprised that there was a lack of errors through the Warriors tonight? Uh, oh, not really. I, I think um, if it had been maybe a. Yeah, uh, a, a, a wet game, possibly. You know, it could have been worse. But um, no, I, yeah, I, I just thought they they played really well, and um, all, all the boys stood up. Uh, I still think we're probably one good prop short. Um, you know, going into the finals, and let's hope nothing happens to Sean. Because if something happens to Sean, I think we're in big trouble. You know, and I think teams might start to target him now. What do you think? Oh, of course, yeah. I think that, like I was saying, you know, that, that, that find those final minutes where he, he limped off with the ankle injury. I actually think it's more of a, a bruise than a sprain because he, it looked like uh, Toby yeah. Rudolph had collided with his leg. Um, so he should be right. He'll, he'll get looked after this week and, and be fine for Canberra. But I just when you when you see that go down, key playmakers, you know, especially yeah. the the way that Sean's played this year. You straight away go, well, what are they going to do? You know, waiting in a halfback, like, scratchy as, you know. And, and of course, yeah. Lussick hasn't played that many minutes at, at dummy half. It's just a totally different shape. So I'm, I'm, I'm on your side with that one um, if we do lose Sean Johnson. We've had so much good luck this year so far. Uh, touch wood, we don't put any type of uh, hoobie-goobies on that one there with Sean. What about what about the forwards? Did you um, you impressed with just the way that they stuck to their guns there and, and really ran over the top of them from the 20th minute? Yeah, they did. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought uh, Tom Allen had, had, a, had an okay game, and um, yeah, Tommy Harris. Well, well, you know, he's the ultimate warrior. And um, Jackson Ford, all, all the Fords. Josh Curran had a blinder. Um, no, nah, that was really good. That momentum, that just that go forward. Um, I just feel sorry for the Sharks players. I'm, I'm sitting right by the tunnel, and everyone's calling them goldfish as they're coming in and out. <laughs> a bit of a laugh. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've been called worse than that. Don't worry about that. Appreciate your call, as always, Paul, calling up there from up in north and right. Uh, We've got Paul from Auckland on the line, as well as Jace in Sydney. We do have to take a break, but we'll squeeze in uh, Jace from uh, Sydney first uh, because he's called across the ditch, and I don't want him to waste all his minutes. G'day, Jace. Yeah, g'day, Sammy. G'day, Uncle Skippy. Hey, Jace, how you going, mate? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Awesome. Oh, you're going well. What do you enjoy about it? Um, well, look, just the fact that they held their composure after leading by so much. I mean, we've always held our breath when um, the Warriors have a lead, um, but that was that was good. There was a period though after half time where I believe they were a bit flat, and and that oh. um, no try to Hazelton was very very important. Um, but you know, from that point on, see you later. We're, we're, we're yeah, look, away I thought though. Yeah, I thought they were flat when, when, when Hazelton went through, ran, what was that, close to 80 metres to score that try. I thought the Warriors had come out after half time a little bit flat. It would, it would have been a, a different game at 22-12. 
Um, but yeah, they, look, it's, we haven't had the rub of the green that often this year, Jay. So um, we'll take that one. No, absolutely. But no, I know I'm coming over for the uh, Raiders game, boys. So woohoo! Nice. Let's go, yeah, good man. Oh. Yeah, go the Warriors, mate. You can come and say hi to us as well at the ground, Jace. Really appreciate your call from Sydney over there. Paul from Auckland, just hold on, mate. We will take a break here on Warriors Live, thanks to One New Zealand. You can call through 0800 We'll take your calls and hopefully a bit of press match conference action as well after the break. Stay with us. Welcome back into Warriors Live here on SCNZ. Thanks to Alcoa Wheels at Transpex. Uh, Andrew Webster press conference not too far away along with Captain Torhu Harris. But first, let's get a quick word from Paul in Auckland. G'day, Paul. Mate, I'll be really quick, Sammy. Great call. Both you boys, fantastic work. Um, I just wanted to know, Kempe, you made a statement in the second, in, in the late later part of the first half that their forwards were running out of gas. Aren't they sick? Well, who's that? No, Cronulla. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing, Paul, about the Cronulla Fords when they ran out. I noticed this in the warm-up, is that they were sort of barrel-shaped. Barrel like, if you look at what Webby's done with our Fords in the off-season, he's got them lean. You know, I've never seen Adam Fanua yep. Blake look so lean. And then Toby Rudolph run out alongside Kafusi, uh, and I was like, man, there's a bit of position stakes going on here. These guys are going to struggle, and that's the way it played out. Like, that was always the way the game was going to be after that round five um, game pool, you know, it was going to be played in the mm. middle of the park. It was going to be high high stakes on position, and of course, when the Warriors held that that high um, high position rate, they did. They just they caved in in that twentieth minute mark, and of course, Dills Walker came on and he, he lifted up another notch, and they couldn't keep with him. Yeah, and you called it a long way out too, because um, clearly that was where the game was lost. Um, yeah, and it was always going to be it was always going to be a battle of the middle after what happened with South Sydney. I I never said this to Sammy. I think that. The boys, they wanted to put a show on tonight in the middle of the park because of what happened with Sales. Yeah, OK. That's well explained. Thank you, Kempe. And, and well done, boys. Listen to you every week. Mate. Nah, thanks, Paul. Really Take do care. appreciate your support, mate. And, uh, and thanks for listening in. Thank you. Uh, right, let's go to Andrew Webster, who is in the press conference now. I think he's just on his own, so we'll go and hear from him. Andrew, uh, that was quite a, quite a statement. How would you sum that up? Um, yeah, I thought I thought we weathered a storm early. Like I know we were six 0 down. I thought both teams were playing good footy, and, um, but they were particularly winning that 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 field position battle. I'd say um, it wasn't like we weren't trying or didn't turn up. We just we just weren't quite getting that right. Probably a little bit keen, if anything. Um, they scored a good try, and then I thought we gathered ourselves really well in a crucial stage, and then. We didn't try and go down there and score every time we got there. We just wanted to build momentum. We got our defence game on uh, finally. And then once we got that on, I, I felt uh, we knew what our game looked like. And then we just built some pressure. So, And then the big thing is we executed like unbelievably well. The, the three tries in a row, I think it was, that, that all came off the back of um, a defensive period where we, we put pressure on with our defence. So that was just a reward, I thought. Where would that performance rank for you among other strong performances this year? Um, not very good at it, uh, like straight away afterwards. Like when I watch the video and I reflect on it, I probably have a better idea. But oh, it's right up there. Like Canada is such a good team. Um, we knew we were going to have to hold our gloves up tonight and, and make our assignments. And I thought the boys were, were really good at that. Um, I don't know. I, I thought it, I thought it's right up there. You know, when you beat a good side, oh, yeah, it's great. I was just really happy for the fans too to win at home and 
to say thank you for all their support and we we didn't do it for them two weeks ago but we I thought we did it for tonight. So. Yeah, I mean, to put it another way, what does this result mean in fact that you knocked over a heavyweight team in a quite in a really emphatic fashion? Yeah. I think everyone's like saying we're not knocking over heavyweight teams. Um, and we've done it tonight, but you know, like because I don't look at the ladder, I just look at teams like Para and North Queensland. Um, I've got those sides, we, you know, we've done that twice, Para once, like they're, they're really good sides, so um, Cronulla twice now, so pr proud of that, like yeah. Um, but regardless of who we play each week, we just want to win, you know, so where they're ranked or where they come, it doesn't matter, but I, I feel like we've been some, some really good sides that. We just probably haven't given given enough credit for um, because everyone's so obsessed with where everyone sits on the ladder um, as opposed to where they're going to be at the end of it or where they've been before. How important was it to re-establish Mount Smart as a tough venue? Yeah, super important. Yeah, I just think boys have got so much pride in playing here. I'm so proud of the fans. We're so proud of the whole country. Just you know how much support we're getting at the moment. Um, yeah, it's really it's really cool and. Just to come here tonight and um, just to say, look, you, you turn up to win two points, whether you're home or away, but when you're home, there's something special about this place. And you know, to, to sort of say thank you, uh, I thought tonight was great. But it, it's important that we learn that this is a fortress. And you see the sign in the crowd every week, fortress, I see it everywhere. And yeah, we want to make it like that. So we're still learning how to how to make it make it our own. And I thought tonight was another moment. It's good. And you mentioned the three tribe floods. Uh, sort of happened in both halves. Going back to the Redcliffe game, that seemed to be a bit of a turn point there. So how good was it to be able to do that twice? You know? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Like to score the last try, even though it was a bit like clunky, and the way we were playing at that stage, we took people off and um, made subs the key key positions. Uh, it was just yeah, it was really good to put a chunk of stuff together. But like I said, I mean, people probably won't realise it, but there was a defensive period where we started getting really a lot better, and a lot more physical and. We were owning our role more, and that gave us an opportunity to apply pressure. And when we did that, the execution was next level. Um, even the second half, we kind of get, tried to get a bit cute there for a while, and we nearly had some long-range tries against us. And then we knuckled back down, and I thought we, we're, we're dealing dealing with getting over poor moments and, and re-establishing ourselves fast. Yeah, totally. We've had a lot of sickness. You know, we've had a lot of sickness through the place. So, um, totally came into the game. Today, like, you know, pretty questionable, and you know, you know, Tori's he's like, he's he's tough, he's brave, he does whatever he can for the team, and we just didn't want to take him for granted and just play him for 80 minutes and and and, and flog him when he's that when he's that six. So we just managed his minutes tonight, smart, and we've got a lot of good players. So um, once again, if someone goes off, I know someone else stands up. So it wasn't a clear up No, no. The first um, 10 minutes in the half, they were on the tackle by that time and just getting another couple of no tries. Encouraging to see boys go down the other end and score right off that just to relieve that pressure a little bit? Yeah, when you play the Sharks, you know that there's going to be some moments, particularly in the corner of the field, where they're going to turn the corner out of the back and they're going to pass the ball to the corner. And it's going to, are you going to win that moment or are you not? I thought Sean came up with an absolute massive play. I thought. Um, Marcel did the same thing in the corner. Like saving tries is huge, and you've got to do it against the Sharks because they're so good with it, their attack and slick. Um, and then, like you say, off the back of it, I just think it gives us energy, and then it can deflate an opposition. And then to go down the other end and score, that, that's that's cool. Um, and speaking on Crocker Berry, like from where we were saying, yeah, really good games, like particularly a breakout games, been getting better and better and better yeah. the more time. Just 
Yeah, yeah, we love Rocco. I think the biggest thing about him is his effort has been unbelievable. Like his kick chase, if you have a look at it, how hard we kick to that right side. Him and Dallin fly down there every time, and they, and they make it hard for the opposition. Constantly putting pressure on them, and they make the tackles, and it just gets our defensive set started. Um, and then I think everyone's starting to see just the class he has as well. So he's worked really hard on his game. He's finally getting a break uh, injury-wise, and we're starting to see the best of Rock. So yeah, he's he's a beauty. Mm-hmm. Is, um, is Adam going to be hard to deal with? Are you second on the try score? Less now for the season? Is that going to be a bit of, a bit of chat? <laughs> no, I, I hope not. Uh, but we'll have a bit of fun with it, mate, uh, if there is. But, yeah, he deserves it. He, 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 look, the thing about Ads is he, he, he does the hard yards out of our own end too. So he's hard to handle and carries the ball strong for the team. And then if you get him down there in good situations down in the try line, he'll, he'll score one for you because he's so hard to stop. So... Uh, if he was just scoring tries and wasn't working hard, then I'd have a go at him, but he's doing both. So he's, uh, it's got to be the form front rower in the competition. Sean Yeah, Sean just had an ankle. I, you know, he, what about Sean's last couple of weeks, 200 games, just had a baby, re-signed for the club. So, yeah, he, emotionally he's been on a roller coaster and he's just so mature and he's had the best part of his career where he handles those situations so well. And when they, that little, I think he had an ankle injury, I was like, no, let's get him off here. So it's good. Can you speak about the occasion? Obviously, get a lot of um, friends and family just out there after the game, and a couple of special gifts as well. How, how special was that to celebrate Sean's career? Yeah, I think I think um, Sean walking out with his little girl was pretty cool. Uh, Kayla probably deserves a lot of praise. She's not here tonight. She's at home being a mum, but you know, just to have him available for the last two games is just really grateful for her. Uh, and then all the other boys here, yeah, just to do it all with your friends and family here. Um, it's pretty. It's a, it's a special moment. I mean, I had my family over from Australia, and that was really nice. So, uh, yeah, we, we just we're, we're building a family club, um, and if everyone's happy, we're hoping it transfers to results. But so we just got to keep going. Yeah. Is how it was this week for Sean? I think I think yeah, having a baby's like an emotional moment. There's long labours, and you know, is it going to happen today? Is it going to happen tomorrow? And then you got to try and prep for your game, and then. Um, you know, I, I can only imagine what he was going through, and then he's, the announcement of re-signing. So uh, he just—he's really calm the way he handles things, and he's just handling those moments really well at the moment. So uh, he's a pro, Sean. So yeah, proud of the way he handled it, and just glad it worked out for him and, and for us. You know, we were supportive that you know it was priority. He was there for the birth, so to, to get both done is, is, is really nice. And guys like Adam, um, Dylan, Mitch. They don't always get the credit, but how important are they tonight? Oh, mate, our forward park and our outside backs lay the platform for our clever players. And I thought Wade Egan, Sean, Luke, um, Chance, our spine, off the back of them was unbelievable. Um, I thought Dylan Walker changed the game when he came on. Um, I think, yeah, and that as a result, I think Sean had a hand in a lot of tries, and you get to see your best players doing well. But yeah, we, we just wouldn't be there without our hard work, and we just we know that. We know our identity. It's not. It's not all flair, it's hard work, and then if it looks good afterwards, then great. But yeah, we work hard first, we've got to earn it. Thanks, Wes. Thank you. Andrew Webster, there, the Warriors coach here, that Dylan Walker, uh, really changing the game when he did uh, come on. There, great to hear from the Warriors coach, and uh, as always, pretty well measured and reserved. Uh, we've got a call in here on 0800 We do have to get a breakaway though, Ted. So please stay on the line. We'll take a short break. Come back with more on Warriors live here after this.
Welcome back into Warriors Live here on SNZ. Thanks to One New Zealand. Ted is called through on 0800 G'day, Ted. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing fantastic. Well, Ted? mate, how are you? Um, just uh, slowly making my way home, but uh, what, a, what a game. Awesome, awesome game tonight. What impressed you, Ted? Um, I, I thought um, you know, we started off slow, um, and um, I think it, it changed when um, Dylan Walker come on, and he um, kind of uh, added that uh, little bit of energy that we needed. Mm. Um, I also think that um, there was an element of frustration that was creeping into the Sharkies um, game because they just couldn't get on the front foot and, you know, and um, things that they could normally um, do, you know, um, the Warriors just weren't, weren't giving it to them. Mm. No, you, I think you're spot on there. Ted, we we at Mount Smart yeah. this evening? Mm-hmm. Yep, you're yeah. at Mount Smart, mate. What was, the, what was the atmosphere like? Because I felt like it was a little bit sort of quieter than that Rabbitohs game, like the, 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 the crowd when the team ran out, a little bit reserved. Maybe they were a little bit nervous about what was going to happen. By the end of it, things seemed pretty raucous. But what was it like being here, you know, this afternoon, 24,000 and, and a big win like that? Oh, it, um, at the start, it's just, uh, I guess everybody uh, knew that this uh, you know, was a game that, um, you know, the boys needed to, to win, you know, and um, I guess there would have been a lot of nerves, you know, nervous nerves out there. But um, you know, once the game started, um, yeah, um, you know, yeah, everything just seemed to um, get better and better as uh, as we went along. Mm. Yeah, no, I do do agree yeah. with you there, uh, Ted, and great to have you listening and watching along. Thanks for calling yeah. in, uh, my friend. Really appreciate your call. Uh, Craig Fitzgibbon, the uh, the Sharks coach, is in front of the press at the moment, so we're just going to uh, quickly hear from him now. Craig Fitzgibbon, the, the uh, Cronulla Sharks coach. Uh, Craig, as Andrew just said, you guys started well and probably dominated the first quarter, and then things just went downhill from there. Yeah, that was about it. Um... Started all right, um, bit of pressure, and um, yeah, it was it was not good enough from us tonight. I thought I thought even though we started all right, we got jumped on energy. Yeah, they're a bit more up for it. Um, obviously, a huge occasion for them um, with Sean packed house, and sort of felt it early, thinking, oh, I think we're going okay. But reality was, we got jumped there, and they outcompeted us, contested us, and um, our defence wasn't good enough today. Grinnell hasn't been here for a while, I think, four years or something. How hard is it to come here when the Warriors are in that kind of mood? Oh, it wouldn't matter if it was here. If um, if they play that well and we play like we played, it wouldn't matter whether it was here. Um, but they are. Uh, you know, they played strong today, for sure. Yeah. We're seeing um, teams can, can score tries back to back. Probably the Warriors in both halves. Do you feel, feel like... If you'd go over in the first 10 minutes of that second half, it could have been a bit different. Could go wrong. Went close a couple of times. Yeah, I thought we'd come out of the half time. Obviously, got a lesson there. Like that that period of the three quick tries was painful. You know, it's not. It's really frustrating because we've been working hard at that stuff. Um, and then, yeah, got back into it. Sort of thought we rolled the sleeves up a little bit, but again, the energy was still going their way. And because like that's like a an energy battle, you know, like Tommy's charge down, sure enough, touches them and then it's sort of like, boom, it's like another flat period there, so 
if something might have went our way early there, but you got to earn the right to something for something to go your way, and enough it's luck, you got to earn it. And I didn't think we were earning it. It seems to be catching worrisome because you guys on the edge a lot. Was there, was there something that they brought that you weren't expecting? Or? Yeah, yeah, our edge defence wasn't good enough. Mm. Uh, Craig, uh, to go to the highest scoring team in the, in the comp, how frustrating was it to just be restricted? Uh, I'm more frustrated with their defence. Like, obviously, you were comfortable trading sets there early and then, you know, works both ways, right? You hold the ball and keep trading sets and then you get the opportunities and then it felt like majority of the game were defending our trial line because, you know, we gave them the opportunity to do that. So um, more pressure, better defence then obviously you end up earning the right to score more points, a bit like they did to us. They showed us the way there. And there's two quite contrasting losses to the Warriors um, this year. What have, what have you made of them in this season? Um, yeah, they're, they're going really well. Obviously, they've got a good spirit about them. And um, it's uh, yeah, obviously uh, Webby. He's done a really good job to, to get them all united and playing strong. And I think the benefit of having everyone live back in New Zealand has worked well for them. But... More concerned with our blokes at the moment, sorry. No, for sure. And, and just on that, um, in, from your extensive playing career, like, how do you bounce back from something like this? Uh, our defence, yeah. I mean, was a bit defending this week. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. There you go, Craig Fitzgibbon there, the Sharks coach. A little bit dejected, obviously, and uh, puts it a lot down to the defence, which you can understand given the side gave up uh, 44 points. Uh, the final score is f- uh, 44 points to 12 here in favour of the Warriors. Currently 12 points to 4 in the Panthers-Dolphins game. Panthers leading that one. Isaac Targo with a double. Yes, sir. We'll take a short break. Come back and finish after this. Welcome back into Warriors Live here on NCNZ. Thanks to One New Zealand just wrapping up the game here between the Warriors and the Sharks. From Gomi to Stadium Mount Smart where the Warriors were 44 points to 12 victors over Cronulla. And uh, they are currently sitting in the top four. But the Raiders with their two points off the bye will leapfrog them. The Warriors still have a bye up their sleeve though, Kempe. The, the eight-bed post try scorers coming from Dallin Martinez-Lizniak with a double. Adam Pompey, Josh Curran, Charles Nicole-Klukstar, Luke Metcalf, Adam Fenor, Blake and Rocco Berry for the Cronulla Sharks. Nico Hines and Britain Nicolder. 44 points to 12 is what it reads. A very commanding and dominant performance from Andrew Webster's men. A tough game against the Raiders next week. Kempe, and then a very, very favourable run home for the Warriors. So, look, if they can beat the Raiders next week, find themselves in the top four, and you think they're going to go five from five on that run home? I do. I do think they'll go five from five. I think the, it's very winnable each one of those games, especially if they can get the Raiders next week, go into a bye, have a very good week, reset, and uh, you've got to remember, too, that they've got players coming back from injury, uh, three big ones, and uh, Noor Kore, uh, Tamari Martin, and, of course, Jazz Tavago. I think those three themselves add to this Warriors team who are building towards a finals destination. So, mate, I'm picking a, I'm picking a win next week against Canberra on the back of that win. I think they'll get some confidence out of that, and uh, I'm really happy uh, with the way that the Fords went. Let's just hope that Sean Johnson's ankle's not too bad and he can play. That is true. And I was actually going to say before the game started, Kempe, or, or sort of in those early stages, that, you know, an injury like that is probably the one thing that really could derail the Warriors season at this stage. If it was Sean Johnson, maybe a chance to call Klukstar, another one of those Fords like Adam or, or Mitch Barnett, something like that is the sort of thing that, that you could see derailing them over the next, you know, Yeah, Sean, jo- Sean Johnson's the key. We'll find out.
if he's okay, probably tomorrow from from uh, a coaching staff or from some sort of press, You're on there, aren't you? press you release. The and then we'll, uh, yeah, I'll let you know. And then uh, Tuesday we'll get team naming ahead of the Raiders game on Friday. That is us for another week. We will be back on Friday night. Kickoff between the Warriors and the Raiders, 8 o'clock. We will catch you there, Warriors Live here. Big thanks to all of you for your texts and calls. We'll catch you next time.